Hey, it's JJ Virgin, and welcome to the JJ Virgin Lifestyle Show, where I talk nutrition, exercise, mindset, and lifestyle with some of the coolest people in the world. And I give you tips that you can put into fast action to uplevel your health so that you can go out there and live the big life you're meant to live. And today's program is super fun. I have Natalie Jill with me, and Natalie, who's a neighbor here out in San Diego, is awesome. She came from a place, you're going to hear us chatting about our uh, pregnancy weight and some of the things that we were eating during our pregnancy. We have a very similar story there. I'll let you hear all about that. (laughs) But it inspired her, along with some health challenges, to really start to dig in and learn nutrition. She sort of escaped from the corporate world and dove into fitness and nutrition. And now she is this Big brand online, over 2 million social media followers, crazy, does a ton of cool stuff on Facebook and Instagram, and she's the author of 7 Day Jumpstart, Unprocess Your Diet. What a cool name is that? And she is going to share with you in this interview something awesome that will show you how to never feel deprived and how to move into this whole world without feeling like you're giving up a whole bunch of stuff along the way. So I know that sounds sounds fabulous and possibly too good to be true, but it's not. You'll hear it all today from Natalie. So... Today's guest again is Natalie Jill. So let's do it. Natalie Jill, welcome to the show. I am so glad you are here with me today. I'm so happy to be talking to you and doing this. I love the title of your book. It is so awesome. Unprocess Your Diet. This is so cool. So let's like go back mm-hmm. to how it all began. Like how, how did you start getting into nutrition? Oh my gosh, it's so funny because I was in corporate America. I really was not doing anything with nutrition or fitness. I was just interested in it. And it wasn't until I went through my own personal rock bottom when I, I was, I had my daughter and I had gained a lot of weight when I was pregnant. And it wasn't just because of hormones and being pregnant. It was literally from just eating and eating. Okay. I have to ask this because (laughs) I was people, I get, I was 216 pounds when I gave birth. Oh my gosh. Oh, you were pregnant and you're tall. I'm like, well, I'm not seven feet tall. I was, you know, I was eating cake rolls and chili fries, oh, people. Yeah. So I really, no. I mean, yeah, I was, I was, um, I lost my mind a little bit. So no, I was eating French fries and ice cream. It was yes. fully eating yes. the junk. Oh, I my cannot gosh. blame it on me. Okay. Pregnant. So how much weight did you gain? How much weight did you gain now? Like, come on. Well, okay. So I'm five two. So let's put it there first. Wow. And I okay. Gained, I gained 50 pounds, but that's 65 pounds more than I am now. So I was already I already needed to lose weight before I got pregnant. So I was 65 pounds more than now. And it was, it was not one of the cute pregnancies where it's all in your belly. Me I was either. <laughs> I looked like a walking block with a lot yeah. of acne. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, the thighs rubbing. I remember walking and thinking my thighs are rubbing together. Yeah. This is, wow. Yeah. No pregnancy glow. It was like a pregnancy sweat. Like, yeah. But on, t- on top of that, you know, I, this was at the time when the stock market had crashed and the housing market had crashed, and I was going through a divorce. So I oh, added all wait, you were of pregnant that. going through a divorce? Yes. We, <gasps> yeah. Oh. So it was 
just a big combination of being in a, in a, in a bad marriage. We knew how to end, um, financially things changing. And then me having this secure corporate job that I knew I had to change because I was traveling full time. So it was the first time in my life where I was not only having this excess weight and all the things that go along with that, you know, feeling down, but having the financial stress, the personal stretch, stress, um, knowing I'm going to be a new mom. It was just, it was literally like the worst time in my life. And I remember feeling so guilty. Like I'm having a daughter. This is, I should be excited. And I was just battling this, this really weird, um, depression. And it wasn't until, you know, I I always divide my life into two things. Now I call that like my past fake life before I, I, this happened to me because I was that person that people thought had this perfect life. And I felt like I had to live up to this expectation and nobody knew I was going through all of this, Mm. this rough stuff. So no one knew this. I felt, I felt trapped and stuck and no one to talk to. And it wasn't until I literally hit that complete rock bottom that I knew I had to figure this out and change. And that is when I started really digging into fitness and nutrition for the, for the first time, like really getting serious about it and starting to learn. Okay. So, so, so you started to learn and what, like how big of a process was this? Cause I think we've all got our like journeys that we've gone through. And I know mine, I like, you know, I, I, I've done every diet known to oh, man, yeah. right? <laughs> every diet, marathons, like all this stuff that's going, oh, oopsies, you know, later you're going, well, now I got to heal from the, from all of that stuff. So, so on yeah. your journey, like what did you discover? And, you know, that that's bringing to where you are now with this unprocess your diet that I'm sorry, I just love the title so much. I'm Thank gonna you. Keep Thank saying you. it. I'm gonna keep saying it. So, okay. so it just what happened was I got what everyone else feels now. And I get it. I was information overload. I didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. It's like you go online, you read magazines and there's so much information and it's so confusing. Like don't eat sugar, don't eat fat, do, do this. Yeah. You this. know, what's so bad about it is it's not only that there's so much information, it's conflicting information. Yes. That's the yeah. challenge. It's like, yeah, the it's low fat, high fat. <laughs> Right. Vegan paleo. You're like, okay, wait a minute. Eat every two hours or fast or like I, it was so confusing and I felt really frustrated and overwhelmed. And I, and I, and then that's just even in the diet part, the workout part was a whole nother level of frustration. Like, okay, I got to go to a gym and what do I do? And do I need a trainer or do I take a class and how long and how it, it was just really confusing. And when you don't feel good about yourself to begin with, it makes it even harder because you're depressed and now you're feeling like a failure because there's so much to figure out and you don't know where to start and you feel like you're doing it wrong and it, it's confusing. So for me, I thought, okay, I've got to dial this back to basics and I've got to change my attitude. And my very first step, and I tell everybody this now, when they are trying to change their body, their life, anything is you have to first decide that it's possible and you're going to make it happen. That's the absolute first step. You have to decide. And until you decide, you know, everything's just completely overwhelming. But once you, you decide that I am determined to make this work, you start getting more focused and you, on figuring out what that plan is. So that was my very first, first step. Good. And you know what? Here's the biggest thing that everybody, I, I love that takeaway because anything starts with the decision and commitment. It's like ultimately, all the strategies are out there, but if you don't back it up and go, all right, you know, <laughs> step one, and it does always go back to the basics, right? And 
And then I thought, you know, I have to learn. I have to understand things. Like I can read about eating every two hours or fasting or giving up sugar or staying away from artificial sweeteners or whatever. But if I don't understand why and how that's going to affect me, it's, I don't think it's going to stick. So I, I got deep into that in just trying to understand why someone's saying something. So I didn't just take like, you know, eat this way. I dove into, well, what happens if you don't or if you do? And I, and I really took time to learn it and study it. And I even went as far as getting my own, um, master sports nutrition certification just to, just because I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. And I, I decided, you know, I'm going to do this on myself as I'm going and I'm going to take the mindset of I'm going to add more good and not worry about all these bad things. So what I mean is like I'm reading, okay, eat more vegetables, eat more healthy proteins, drink more water, move more. I'm going to focus on all the good things I can add, which will make less room for the bad. I love this. Add before you take away. Yes. It's a great mantra. Yes. Crowd so out I the bad. Focusing on that and it really made a big difference because it's a, you can feel proud at the end of the day of what, with what you added. And believe me, when you're eating a lot of vegetables, you, there's less room for Twinkies. You know, you're not going to eat. There's less room for the bad. So to me, that seemed more rewarding that I decided and I was going to focus on what I could add good. You weren't really eating Twinkies. I dropped my pen when I heard you no. say Twinkies. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you weren't really eating Twinkies. No, really were you Nellie? It didn't go that bad. But I think that, you know, sometimes people are so focused on what they can't have. And it's like, okay, before you say you can't have it, let's figure out what can you have and let's get that in first. And if you really still want that other thing later, you're probably going to eat less of it because you filled up on the good things. So what's your diet like now? So what, so what does this all take you to? So what, you know, take me through a day. So my whole lesson in everything is there's a lot of trendy terms out there, uh, gluten-free, paleo, whatever. There's a million terms, but what everyone can benefit from is unprocessing their diet. Just going back to basics. What are things that once grew and ingredients that you can pronounce? If we keep it as simple as that, it gets us away from all that crazy information overload. It seems doable. And and I really realized with myself and with everybody I work with now, there's such a disconnect with that. Like everyone's so focused on the term, I have to do this, Mm -hmm. versus just, can we understand what we're eating? Is it real food? food. I know. And then they start to die on that hill. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting in between that vegan and the paleo. <laughs> you know? no, no. And it's, it's like, like really, wow. it's funny, especially the vegan and paleo thing. It's, yeah. They're so different, but they're so similar in a lot of ways right. too. You know? I mean, yeah, they're both very plant-based when you get down to yeah. it. And they're both, well, unless every, haven't you noticed every diet has its, has its like, uh, junk food area of it. Like all of a sudden there's paleo treats and there's uh, right. like, whether it's gluten-free or vegan or paleo or all of them end up with like the junk food side of it. It's crazy. It makes yeah. me nuts. You know, I'm a celiac myself, so I can't have gluten anyway. And I'm not a fan of gluten, but when people say, does everyone need to be on a gluten-free diet? My answer is a little funny. It's okay. You don't, everyone doesn't need to be on a gluten-free diet, but everyone needs to be on an unprocessed food diet. And guess what? Unprocessed food diets are gluten-free. Because you're not there eating you anything. So it could, because you could be on a gluten-free diet and gain all kinds of oh weight. Oh, my gosh. Because- eating those terrible gluten-free yeah. things, that the chips and the cookies. I, I, and you know what's so funny is um, for years I've been taking people off of gluten and challenging them with it. 
And I learned pretty quickly that you can't just have people go gluten-free because they go oh. into cupcakes. It's, yes. And I went, wait, you weren't eating cupcakes before, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, but now you go to the store, instead of looking for things like squash and wild rice and yeah. berries and nuts, you're looking for like gluten, gluten-free junk food. So right. Stop it. <laughs> that doesn't work. And then, you know, and I go into the, the whole sugar thing too. Like every, we all agree sugar, sugar is bad, but let's, let's break this down a little bit. Some people are not obese because they have too many carrots. That's really yeah. not what it is. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Do carrots have sugar? Of course they do, but is, but that's not the same as eating jelly beans. So it's taking it in steps. So, you know, my first step to people, and that's what my whole book, um, seven day jumpstart unprocess your diet is teaching people about understanding what they're eating, really thinking about it. Did it once grow? Can I eat those foods first? And if I'm eating something from a package, can I define the ingredients? What is actually in here? Because if you really want something that's in a package, if it has three or four simple ingredients, it's a lot better choice than, you know, the box of Skittles. <laughs> Let's By the way, best thing ever if you are, because I, I get a lot of questions for like, how do I feed my kids? Best thing ever, this concept, so good for them. So I know what everybody's thinking. I know I can read, I can read their minds and they want to know, yeah. Natalie, what do you eat every day? Yes. I can tell you, yeah. I can promise. So like walk okay. us through a day yes. of and what Natalie's so eating. Simple. <laughs> if it once grew... I eat it. That's it. Comes, so it what's starts breakfast? As basic fat. So and I'm and I'll go through. So the, well, the first rule is if it's a protein. So if it came from an animal, if it's a nut, seed, uh, a healthy. I love coconut oil. I love ghee. I love olive oil. Um, so good oils. I'm a big fan of vegetables and fruits, mostly like low glycemic fruits. And if I'm gonna eat starchy carbs, it's typically gonna come in the form of a potato or a yam or maybe a little bit of rice. Um, I'm not a big grain eater at all, um, but. I'm not going to say I never do it. If I do it, though, it's the better choice. But primarily fruits, low glycemic fruits, vegetables, um, nuts, seeds, um, and definitely, um, you know, proteins. So I'm, I do eat eggs. I do eat fish, chicken. Um, and I just, but I like organic, uh, no antibiotics, nothing added, the most natural I can get of things. So I used to have all these rules about, oh my gosh, I eat every two hours and I have to balance everything, protein, carbon, <laughs> fat. And I've, I've really gotten away from that. And I really feel when you eat a natural unprocessed food diet, your body really learns what it needs and yes. it will tell you. And it's very hard to overeat. And whether you eat nothing until three o'clock in the afternoon or you're eating all day, if you're eating a natural unprocessed food diet, your body is really in tune with that. And it's really e it's a lot easier to become a fat burner versus I know you talk about being a sugar burner when you are eating those natural foods and you're giving your body what it needs. Amen. So, <laughs> so what I do now, I have a few different breakfast go-tos. Um, but lately I have to admit, and actually, you know what, JJ, I, this is funny. I, I should have told you this, uh, beginning of our conversation. I credit you hundred percent to this. I never drank coffee in my life until about six weeks ago. And I listened to your uh -oh. uh, podcast. <laughs> well, no, I listened to your podcast with Dave Asprey about, uh -huh. or you were talking something about Bulletproof. I know. Dave is one of my bestie, bestie friends. Yeah. So, and now I've, now I've clicked, now I've clicked with now him. We, we're hooked too. So, so I ordered um, Bulletproof coffee. I, I never drank coffee in my life. And I, here I am like not even knowing what I'm doing. I made um, – but now it's like my – I crave it now in the morning. I do like a modified Bulletproof. So lately what I've been doing is I'll do the coffee with um, the Brain Octane. Mm -hmm. I'll do like a teaspoon of it. I add – he said I shouldn't be doing this, but this is what I do. I add <laughs> a, a natural whey protein to it and I add um, about a tablespoon of ghee. 
and I add um, some raw cacao. That's what I've, and I drink that. That's like my first thing. And that keeps me going for quite some time. Um, I might add a piece of fruit if I want some carbs, but then if days, if I want more of a solid breakfast, there's a lot of things I can do. I'll, I'll do um, either eggs with some avocado and some fruit. That's a big go-to for me. Um, the whole egg. I, I'm a fan of the whole egg. Yes. Must I'll eat do, the whole egg. Yes. Must eat the whole egg. Or I'll do, I, there's a natural turkey or chicken sausage I get that I like, and I'll do that, um, which, and I'll add, I'll cook that in coconut oil and I'll do like a big um, side of berries. That's a, another big go-to for me. There's some smoothies I love. I'm a big fan of berries because they're low glycemic and I'll add, um, almond butter. I like almond butter mm-hmm. and I'll add um, some protein or I'll do some uh, hemp or chia seeds. So I get creative with smoothies, but I would say those are kind of my main go-to uh, breakfasts. I have, there's a lot, there's a lot of ways to build a meal from it, but it, my thought is typically protein, healthy carbs, and some good fats. Or if I'm not really wanting a big meal, I'll do my coffee. Perfect. My coffee yeah, we tell, we tell everyone your coffee actually fits the same thing. It's protein, fat, and fiber is the perfect mm-hmm. trifecta just for great blood sugar balance, which that, you know, that's what it all comes down to, to be able yes. to feel good throughout the day. So, no, And I'm obsessed with it now. And I never drank coffee <laughs> literally until like six weeks ago. <laughs> it's so funny. I was just recently working on a project and they pulled all the participants off of coffee and they were all miserable. And I go, well, why did you do that? And they go, well, because there's this urban legend around it. I go, you know, coffee actually lowers liver enzymes. Like it actually, you know, they, they, on detox programs, they'll pull people off coffee, but I go, but it lowers liver enzymes. Like what's, you know, get, get mycotoxin free organic coffee, but, you know, a little coffee is great for focus, helps with fat burning, helps with insulin sensitivity, is an amazing antioxidant. So, you know, you got to watch out for these urban legends of things Mm -hmm. that are out there and, and um, coffee is one of them. So. I'm a total fan of him now. You know, I, yeah, I just, we love I, our Dave. Uh, we love Brother Dave. Yeah, um, I just spent the last couple of days with him. He is, he is, he's the real deal. One of my super best, best. He's family. So, oh, awesome. very, very much love him. He has a great book too. So now, because um, we're we're right up against the clock now, we went down the rabbit hole of food, and now we're like stuck there. But let's go through real quick, just like what are, what are a couple lunch and dinner ideas? Uh, sure, lunches. You know, and I love like the concept build a meal because you really. Can I in my book I talk about a seven day plan because I know some people want the black and white like tell me what to do yes. and I get that but I also really teach people how to swap things out and choose so my my lunches are typically it starts with a big vegetable base so I love salads I'll you know the more the better um, the more greens I'll put kale I'll put chard I'll put dark lettuces um, I'll use radishes and I, I just a lot of vegetables and then I'll add um, nuts or seeds a huge fan of nuts and seeds I, I typically don't have peanuts um, but I'll do. They're not a nut anyway. Right. They're a legume. So I typically, I'm not a big fan of that. Plus my daughter is highly allergic and in my mind, anything that can kill my daughter, I don't want. So, you know, I, but I, I'll do almonds or walnuts. Um, a big fan. I loved like shredded coconut. That's another big thing I'll use. Um, another, and I'll put, and then I'll top with either a fish or, um, chicken, probably more fish than that. And always like add some avocado and then I'll use some good oils, um, like, uh, coconut oil or, uh, olive oil. And then I, I'll usually add either some red wine vinegar. I like that better than balsamic vinegar. And I'll use that or I'll use lemon or I'll even use some apple cider vinegar sometimes on that and some Himalayan rock salt. That's like a big Fab. go-to lunch. And that might sound boring, but it's not because That's you can what change I eat up for salad. lunch pretty much every day too. <laughs> so you get it. You get it. So Very similar. Right there and with it, you. What about din? So dinner, um, same kind of concept. 
what I know and what I teach everybody that um, does my plans is we all want those starchy carbs sometimes, but everyone has to be very careful with those because when you do eat potatoes or rice, there is a trigger and you will get that craving for more and more and more. When you when you stay away from them, you don't necessarily have that. And when people ask me, are you low carb? I'm not low carb. I'm just the right carbs. I yeah. mean, I eat tons of well, vegetables. watch your triggers. Like, you know, it's yes. like... Uh, if sweet potato is a trigger for you, then have butternut squash instead. You know, don't yes. don't bring the enemy into the house, right? And I'm a big fan of upping the fats and proteins when you do that. Yes. So like, I love I love sushi, so I'll do the white rice, but I'm going to make sure I've got a lot of avocado and fish on there too. So it's it helps me to balance that out. Um, so so sushi is a big dinner. Um, I love fish. I'll do all kinds of nut crusted fish. I'm really big into like you know I'll take an almond and coconut crusted fish or um, do that with chicken. Um, I'm not a big red Red meat either, either, although I'm not against it, I, I it definitely has a place. It's just a meat personally. I don't eat it, but I think it's it's fine for people as long as my big thing is to make sure you're getting the really good natural meats, um, the ones without antibiotics and hormones added, because that's and you know what's the animal being fed. That's important to me because yes. we're, we're consuming that. You are what that. you eat. Eight super yes. important. I'm just I'm just watching because we obviously are going to have to do this again. <laughs> Clearly, we have to do this again because we didn't even get into the fitness side of things. Oh my gosh! Which, I know. I mean. And it's, wow. Well, anyway, we'll do this again because I'm sure people are awesome. going to be craving more with of awesome. you. And, of course, you can get more by just going to NatalieJillFitness.com. What are they going to awesome. find when they get to NatalieJillFitness.com? I know oh you gosh. have this book out. Tell us about I it. I have so much stuff on there. Um, but my biggest, the thing that I'm most proud of right now, and I really want to get out there because it helps everyone, is my book, The 7-Day Jumpstart on Process Your Diet. You can get it in bookstores, but you also, you can find it right on my website. It'll take you directly where to get it. Um, Plus, they'll get goodies, right, if they go yes, to your website. Yes, go to nataliejillfitness.com forward slash book. I've got some free bonuses listed out with it, all kinds of things. But you get, you know, this is more than a recipe book. It's an entire plan. It's in a way of eating. And it really breaks things down for people simply. And there's 84 amazing, awesome recipes that I've never released before that are all Yay. based on processed food. Yay, so and simple. I love your philosophy. Simple. It fits Keep perfect. it simple. Yay, yay, yes. yay. So thank you so much, Natalie, for joining me today. Now, everyone listening again, that was NatalieJillFitness.com. And after the break, I'm going to be answering a listener's question. So be sure to stay with me. Nestled within Oregon's lush Willamette Valley, So Delicious Dairy Free has been bringing joy to dairy-free lives for more than 25 years. They offer an array of delicious dairy-free delights you can feel good about sipping, biting, pouring, scooping, licking, and chugging throughout your day. From their world-class allergen testing program to their innovative work they do creating products made with only the highest quality ingredients, So Delicious is committed to doing the right things for people and the planet. Visit http colon slash slash sodeliciousdairyfree.com and make it so easy and delicious to say yes to what you love. Visit http colon slash slash sodeliciousdairyfree.com today. Welcome back. This is the time where I answer a listener's question. And today's question is awesome because it's about kids. And I just love this one. It's from Jay Lai. I hope I said that right. Um, and she wants to know, I'd like to know how to transition young children off sugar. I'm doing a little dance over here, Jaylai. For example, I'm looking at this. I think it's Jaila. Anyway, you get the idea. For example, how to pack lunches without using bread for sandwiches. How to stop using so much pasta. 
You know why this is so important? Um, I mean, kids are eating more sugar than ever. It is like crazy amount they're eating. And now we have childhood obesity where it like used to be rare to ever see a kid who was obese. It's now one in five. It's craziness. And an obese child is 70% more likely to be an obese adult. And it's like all, you know, the major medical problems can be either created by or exacerbated by sugar intake. So I love that. And of course, I'm going to say read Sugar Impact Diet. And there's tons and tons of food swaps in there. And this is important because exposure equals preference. And this is when you want to start teaching your kids to prefer things. You know, when you look at a lot of the processed food out there, and especially kids' foods, which make me crazy, they use sweeteners in them so that kids want progressively sweeter and sweeter and sweeter foods. So this is when you can change that by never giving your kids juice, oh my gosh, try water with a little bit of fruit essence in it or um, grab my girlfriend Kara Golden's Hint Water. It's incredible. My kids grew up thinking, you know, sparkling water and water with fruit in it was the norm. And then in terms of lunches and things, first of all, the more you involve your kids, the better because they will tend to support what they create. And you can use things in their lunches. You can make little roll-ups using a um, coconut wrap, and those are delicious. You can do quinoa pasta and spaghetti squash pasta, which are fantastic. We do those all the time, so you can move away from it. But my rule of thumb with pasta is one half cup of pasta, one half cup of veggies. Do them half and half. And then also, you know, think thermoses for lunches. I love any types of more dewy soups with beans and vegetables in them because you can hide a lot more vegetables and also think of smoothies. Those are another great thing that you can pack for lunch. But the biggest thing I could say there is grab the Sugar Impact Diet, look at all of the low sugar impact swaps because they're delicious stuff, and then involve your kids. Involve your kids at the grocery store, involve your kids while they're preparing things, take them to the farmer's market, because again, the more involved they are, the more likely they are to eat, to eat the foods. Even when they're small, you can have them, you know, help help you plan a dinner. And yes, it's more time consuming on the outset, but it's going to save you tons of time long term and their health's going to be better. And it's like amazing to me how many adults I now know who just don't know how to cook because it's like this lost art. So that's where I'd bring them back in to do that. And I'd follow the sugar impact diet swaps going from high to medium sugar impact and the medium to low sugar impact to help. Alrighty, love that you asked that question. Thank you. I think it's Jaila. Thank you. Awesome. And if you'd like to submit a question, just go to jjvirgin.com slash ask and you can leave a voicemail for me. I can't wait to hear from you. And one more way I'd love to hear from you. I would so appreciate it if you could jump on Stitcher or iTunes and leave a review for me. It helps a bunch. And be sure to subscribe and share the show with your friends. Alrighty, this is JJ Virgin signing off and reminding you that you are worthy. Dare to live a life that matters.